wrestling fans, I am back. And I might sound a little different, but that's because I've been sick for what feels like five months. <laughs> but in reality, it's five days. Hell, I thought, I thought it took five days to get a, a COVID test back, but it was only three. Felt like five days. Felt like five months. Felt like forever because it's been forever since I've been sick. Um, I am your host, the host, Brian Tronic. And this is episode four. I think it's episode four of Within the Ropes, the flag, the the flag, the flagship show. And um, for the first time in Within the Ropes podcast history on this flagship edition, I have none other than the microphone messiah himself, the one and only, the podcast goat himself. Okay, let's put a little respect on his name. Okay, Bay Area's finest. When you talk about wrestling podcastism, you cannot leave this brother out. Okay, he has interviewed some of the greats, some Hall of Famers. Okay, future Hall of Famers, you name it, goats. Some will even say that if if you've had an interview with this brother, Your career is going all the way up. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Philip, my brother from the Bullet Cast, what is up? Not sure if you know this, but I'm actually Michael Jackson. The man I see in the mirror is actually going platinum. Unthinkable when I think about the way these other podcasts have been acting. Little, uh, little, little, little microphone aside twist on that certified lover boy for the asses of the masses. You feel me? Wait a minute. Did you hear that? Yo. (laughs) I mean, come on. It just come too natural. You thought this was a game? Look, bro, I'm I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. Okay? It just comes so natural to you, though. Uh, See, that's what I like about this. The energy is impeccable. It's it's, it's hot. It's like like when you got the eye on on the stove because it's cold in in the room. it's, it's, It's like... When you're waking up in the morning to cook the feast, and then and, and then somebody wasn't acting right, and you threaten them with a little grit ball, a little grit ball, like like you homegirl, and and what was it? And what was it? Medea's family reunion, and you <laughs> and you give him Blair Underwood grits for that ass. Oh, we ain't playing. I'm not playing no games out here, bro. We ain't you know, playing I, no games. I know C. I know CLB dropped. We get ready for MGV, man, with the golden voice. You know, I'm I'm, I'm about to I'm about to drop a little something. something. Oh, what the Do golden a little something, something. Hey, uh, hey. <laughs> come on, bro. Yo, how you doing, man? Thank Hold you. On. That was great. That was <laughs> Thank awesome. you. That that was that was that was actually one of the greatest intros we've ever done together. <laughs> like. And we were talking off air, like when you know it's good, it's good. Mm-hmm. We we don't even have to talk about wrestling. <laughs> it just keeps getting better and better and better. And a better, 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 better. Oh man! All right. Well, look, man. I I know I missed the bullet cast this week. <sighs> I've been uh, I've been sick. I haven't been feeling well. Um, but I'm I'm back. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling refreshed. Okay, on the eve of. AEW's all out. I've been keeping an eye on everything that's been going on, even though I've been 
sick as a dog, but I'm feeling better and and we're and we're back at it. And before we get started, I just want to uh say rest in peace to Daphne who uh passed earlier this week. And I just want to I just want to say um that my uh condolences and and just, you know, Heart goes out to, you know, the family, friends, colleagues, everybody. Um, this was a really strange, very quick, uh, and very sad moment for the wrestling world. It was a very quick turn of events because, uh, I mean, Burr and I talked about this on the BC. Uh, apparently, she was, um, you know, saying some very strange and scary things on a live. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the next day, you know, we, we come to find out that she's no longer with us. She, uh, I guess she took her life after yeah. that was over. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it, it's crazy, man. I mean, I mainly remember Daphne from her TNA run, you know, I, I know she was in WCW, but I was like, what for when that, when that happened? Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was just crazy to hear that. Like, yo, what? And I mean, it's just sad. It's just sad. You know, we never truly know what people are going through. Right. R.I.P. to Daphne. Definitely. Uh, I remember seeing Daphne on WCW um, and, you know, her being paired up with Crowbar and David Flair. <clears throat> the, the, all the hardcore stuff she did um, when WCW, I took that, turned that corner and tried to do a lot more hardcore stuff. I know she did things in TNA and, you know, being a part of the monsters ball and, and all that stuff, man, it, it was just crazy. She was definitely, I mean, over the last few days looking at all the love and, you know, appreciation posts and just the, a lot of the relationships that she had within the industry that I, I didn't even know she had, like, I didn't know that she had these, you know, relationships with the people that she had relationships with. So it's really, really sad. Um, like, but like we say, rest in peace to Daphne. Um, and real quick, just to you know, kind of stretch this just a little bit further into you know the whole mental health thing. I just want to talk about it, and you know, everyone talks about how important it is, and how you know it's like, oh, you know, get help. You know, make sure you talk to someone. You know, but I, I, I the way that I look at it is especially within the wrestling community, right? And it goes way further than the wrestling community. Mental health is is its own separate entity, right? But when we talk about, you know, wrestlers, right? And and a lot, you know, a quite quite a few of them have died due to, you know, mental health issues and bullying and, you know, uh internet bullying and you know things like that. I say Look, man, uh, it's a lot of people in the wrestling, internet wrestling community, okay, uh, that need to understand that the things that they say and do could really, I'm, I've seen some nasty stuff. Like, I just seen on, um, what's her name? I keep forgetting her name. I only remember her as Thick Mama Pump. Uh, 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 Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace. I just seen someone, like told her like shut up you like fat you know inward black you know what i mean like just something what? yeah something Wait. yeah bro like <laughs> yeah it was it was crazy and it's just like 
That right there is, is exactly... And see, people think it's funny. Like, people think saying stuff like that is harmless and funny, but it really affects people. And, you know, these wrestlers, they're real people. As much as we, you know, or, you know, we know that, you know. But, I mean, as much as people think that they're, like, superheroes and, you know, they're, oh, my God, they make so much money and, you know, who cares and blah, 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 blah. They're real people, you know, and they got real feelings. And so, like, for example, and we're going to get into it here, which I, I feel like is a nice segue. Uh, Nia Jackson and, and, and Charlotte Flair thing, right? I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But in terms of, like, in a situation with the mental health and, and Nia Jackson, like, how do we think, you know, how do we think Nia is taking it? when she looks on the internet and she's seeing all these horrible things that's being said about her and uh, it's not, I mean, it's one thing to say, oh my God, like she's, I feel like she works, she's an unsafe worker and, or, oh my God, she's hurt a lot of people, you know, they should get that checked out. But to say that, to say cruel things like, oh, she's stupid and, oh, my God, she should get fired and, uh, and oh, my God, she's this, she's that. To say, like, cruel things about her, talk about her size, to talk about her saying she's dumb and things like that. Again, how do you think Naya feels when she reads stuff like that, especially when she just goes out there and she tries to do her job to the best of her abilities? We don't know what happened in that ring, really. Like, I may, I tried to make this point on my raw review earlier in the week. Like, what if this situation? I mean, it was obviously a, a you know a shoot fight in there, but at some point it was. But what I'm saying is, is that what if this was something that they talked about in the back and was like, you know what, let's lay it in for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's you you know, or what if it you know what if it was a shoot and some miscommunication happened, and then you know Charlotte didn't like what happened. She slaps Nia. Nia didn't like the fact that she just got slapped. So then she slaps and throws a couple of punches to Charlotte. And then all of a sudden, you know, they start fighting. But then they get, hey, it's business. Okay, we got to get back rolling. You know, obviously the finish was what it was supposed to be, you know. So it wasn't no going off, totally off script. So what? I'm not trying to make this as long-winded as it is. But the basically the point that I'm trying to make is, is that, we don't know really what's going on. So when people get on the internet and start saying all these crazy things, it's good to have an opinion. It's good to have a say. Everybody's got, everybody's got a voice. You can say whatever you want. But when it comes to saying cruel things about someone, when it's all opinion, when it's all, you know, a, basically when it's a television show, like we're all getting so mad to the point where we're tearing down someone and saying someone should get fired. But then when people actually do get fired, for whatever reason, we have sympathy for them and they say, oh, my God, they, sh you know, I'm so sad they lost their job in a time like this. But now you're calling for someone to get fired because they're, you, you know, uh, you because you say that they're unsafe to work with. You know, you think the Queen City would work with anyone who she thought was unsafe to work with? Let's just I mean, let's just think about that, Phil. Now, now I'm in the mode. I'm segueing into this. OK, I'm 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 amping up. I'm firing up. Look, man, wrestling fans. Suck. I'm just going <laughs> to I'm just going to say it. she's an unsafe worker. Are you a safe worker? I've never seen you wrestle. I've That's never true. seen you lace up a pair of boots, get in the squared circle and tear the house down. That is true. I've never seen you been an important part of WWE's flagship show. No. 
No. So who are, who are you? Who you are you? Look, wrestling fans suck, man. It's just that simple. Absolutely. You know, they talk. They they, they criti- I'm just I'm just gonna go off. I guess go off. Let's fans. hear it. They Let's criticize WWE for hoarding so much talent. They yep. criticize them for releasing so much talent. Yeah. You know. And then, you know. And I and I I look I look at the internet. I'm on the internet. I'm, I see mm-hmm. what's up. People thought you know after the Rusev Day thing. Oh, I guess he's just not gonna be anything. Maybe maybe he's just not meant to be. And then he's over there in uh, AEW, still in the mid card. Let me add. Yes, but people love him. They do. You know, like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Back to the whole Nia and uh, Charlotte thing. Yeah, Charlotte, she has her Hogan powers now. She could be like, oh, it doesn't work for me, brother. You know, or yep. sister. She can. She, she she has that kind of power now. <laughs> uh, look, you know, accidents happen in the ring. You, you know what I mean? Uh, they do. Like there are, there are other people who have accidentally hurt people more than. Nia Jax, but I don't see them getting like uh, crucified. Like who? Nia? She hurt Charlotte once before. Hurt Charlotte once before. She's hurt Bailey. Uh, I that, believe she hurt Kari. Right? Who? A lot of people say she hurt uh, Kari Zane. She didn't hurt Kyrie Zane. <laughs> I think what ha- I think it was an accident. Look here, and here's here's how I, here's how I feel about it. When you're in the ring with someone. And there's a huge size disadvantage, right? Uh, accidents are bound to happen sometimes. Like it, you can be as careful as you can be, but when you're as small as Kari Sane and you're going up against someone the likes of Nia Jax, and who I, in my opinion, should be, you, you know, used and viewed as someone who is a big, powerful. Like, come on, Kari Sane shouldn't be picking up no victories over Nia Jax. I know Kari Sane's got a huge fan base right and becky lynch has a huge fan base another thing that people say she's unsafe because she busted becky open that put becky over and put her <laughs> over tremendously like you should thank nia Jax for that <laughs> you probably wouldn't have gotten your little main event at wrestlemania if it wasn't for nia Jax busting open becky's nose that's facts like, let's be real that's facts Definitely wouldn't have got that main event because, I mean, she was on her way, but that put her, I mean, that picture of her with the bloody face, the crimson mask, if you will, that was talked about so much. And I believe it still gets brought up every now and then um, to this day. So it uh, got brought up in my Jordan Blade interview. Go check it out. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yeah, but no, Becky with the, uh, the, the Irish war paint, as I like to call it. Yes, you know it, it. It's it. It sent her as Cameron Grimes would say to the moon. <laughs> you have to thank Nia Jax. We should have to definitely, but uh, um, I mean Nia Jax and Charlotte. They did have, <clears throat> you know, it looked like they had a few words. They had they gave each other a few blows, and and then and then and then yeah, they went on and and finished the match. And and now guess what, guys? Guess what, internet? Guess what, wrestling fans? Uh, Nia Jax is getting her Raw Women's Championship opportunity against Charlotte on Monday. So, I mean, if she's that bad, that horrible of a worker, if I think that Charlotte would have a say-so on working with her again, number one. And number two, um, I honestly don't think she'd be given a title shot. Look, now I know that a lot of people, Vince McMahon has favorites and Vince McMahon has things that he just lets go and sometimes it really shouldn't be let go. But look, Nia's just powerful. She's strong. Tell the other chicks to get their weight up. Okay? 
If you can't take a punch every now and then or a headbutt or a slam even. I've seen people freaking out over the way that Charlotte got slammed. Now, let me be clear. The Queen City. Okay. She ain't tripping. Y'all thought that that slam hurt her. It might have took the wind out of her. A little bit. But ain't nothing hurt. Now, she did lose that match. But let me tell you something. (coughs) Excuse me. When the title is on the line, the queen will retain. The queen will come through. The queen will be victorious. And I'm going to be laughing just like I always do. (laughs) I do the I gotta do the Seth Rollins that <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta do one of those. Look, man, uh, when when the title's on the line, Charlotte Charlotte Flair steps her game up. You know, it's like it's it's like it's like LeBron when it's a championship game. There's something about the thought of being the world champion that that changes the mindset. It should yes. it, it does it for any athlete in whatever form of athletics you're in. You know. Yes. Yes. Any type of competition, you know, basketball, football, debate, chess, doesn't matter. When the championship's on the line, you step your game up and you enter GOAT mode. That's right. GOAT mode indeed. Um, but look, man, y'all need to stop tripping. This is exactly why I feel like when people be trying to say that WWE should <clears throat> get better with their storytelling and things, it's like, bro, let them work. Y'all criticize everything that they do. Y'all criticize every wrestler to the T. Like, just let them work. Let them do what they got to do. Let the writers write. Let the creatives create. And quit bitching and just watch it. What other company has better storytelling? Tell me that. Hmm? Some would argue and say uh, AEW. Some would argue and say that. What story over there? Their champion's a goof. (laughs) <laughs> Punk and Darby that's just they're just running off the excitement of seeing CM Punk wrestle. Okay. Miro, he doesn't even have a storyline. He's just That's true. running around with a different color TNT title. Right. You know, the Young Bucks are being obnoxious. I mean, mm-hmm. like, like there's no real stories over there. I mean, come right. on. That's true. WWE needs to fix their storytelling. They've been telling the most intriguing story in all of wrestling for over a year with Roman Reigns. And I think people aren't paying enough attention to realize that like give give credit where credit is due like even with the Seth Rollins and Edge story like this is a nice story that they're putting together and every little piece if you're not if you're just if you're not paying attention you're gonna miss the important things right hell I'll even go I'll even go further and 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 uh say the bloodline storyline like this is this is great. There's new dynamics. You know, it was Paul kind of punking the Usos. And now we come around with Brock being back. The Usos were kind of punking Paul. Yep. You know, I'll even throw the Becky Bianca thing in there. It's the, yes. you know, the, the rookie got beat by the vet. Okay. Yep. I'll, I'll, you know, I, I had my qualms about it. Yep. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, but now we're looking to tell that story and the vet's like, well, I already beat you for the title. I mean, sure. You earned another opportunity, but uh, we'll do it on my time. You know, I don't have to do it now. How does it do? You say, you know, right, right. Edge and, Edge and Seth. It's 
you know, the old sadistic guy going up with the, uh, I guess, the new age sadistic guy. And we're going to see who can hit that darker place. You know, it's just that simple. That is true. That is true. And 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 so and and and, and throw <clears throat> the Bobby Lashley storyline in there. Come what the on, Hurt business did the rise of Bobby Lashley with the MVP being by him. All those guys got championships. Lashley lost the U.S. title, elevated to the WWE title, and look at him. Look at mm. how long he's been the WWE champion. Come on. Mm. Mm. Come. It's just simple. It's that. It's, it's that simple. And like I said, if if you're spending your time, wasting your time on the internet. Worrying about who signed and who, you know, oh, WWE messed up. They're missing Adam Cole's a f- huge megastar they missed. And regardless if that's the truth or not, I feel like, look, man, there's a lot more people. Look, I'll even say we'll get into it. You know what? I'll, I'll wait. I was going to mention Naomi, but we'll get into that part <clears throat> of the show. Uh Speaking of what people are paying attention to and what people are willing to give credit for and not give credit for is the NXT brand. Now, people are uh, skeptical and afraid, and some have even already written off NXT, as we saw RIP NXT hashtag trending uh, over the last couple of days. Listen. NXT is set to go through uh, a revamp, uh, and that new look, new arena, new f- new feel, new everything is set to take place uh, on September 14th, the September 14th edition of NXT, uh, which also that 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 day is uh, the Index wedding as well. And, uh, and if I'm correct, I think we've all been invited, so <clears throat> I can't wait to see that. Uh, WWE weddings always go great, <clears throat> but um. NXT as a whole, look, people have written NXT off for a long time now. I will even say since before the wars, like the Wednesday Night Wars, or if that's what you want to call it, before NXT went to USA, they were already writing NXT off. People already chose up and started watching Dynamite every week. You know, especially because NXT was a tape show. So people were already choosing to go watch the live feed of Dynamite over watching a tape show that they knew that they can go back on the network and watch whenever they wanted. So not to go so deep into it, because, again, this is something that we all know we've all talked about in terms of the revamp NXT getting a new look, new logo, you know, new feel. Phil, what are your thoughts on the future? Do you think that this is a good thing? Uh, do you like the way that they're, I guess, marketing it, pushing it? Uh, you know, they gave us a sneak peek of, I guess, what the set will look like, the arena will look like. Uh, yeah, they, yes, yes, they did, Phil. <clears throat> they gave us a little sneak peek in the commercial. Uh, to what the arena is gonna look like? Okay, on SmackDown, and oh. I must say they've. I don't, if it's gonna be in the CWC, it's gonna look a lot different. It looks like they've got seats wrapped around like the like the whole arena now instead of on two sides, and it's kind of like layered seats. So like, go <clears throat> go look at go look at my Instagram. You you can see the picture 
uh, or at least a, a little sneak peek, a little sneak peek of the picture um, of the setup. But I'm excited for NXT. I think it's time that they do something different. Um, you know, people say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if you look at the numbers, something's broke about NXT. Something ain't there about NXT. And pe- and look, this is all under, you know, Triple H's watch, Shawn Michaels, you know, Regal, all that, right? All All that whole situation. Now, people were upset over the reports about Bruce and Vince coming in taking over the big stuff, right? Uh, allegedly, they're, so, they're only supposed to be taking over the big stuff, but there was a report that went out saying that they were going to be in charge of everything, but then another report came out and said that that's just not true. I think, Phil, you can tell me what you think. I think that even if, if that was true, if Vince and Bruce were taking over, hey, they might do something to impact the show in a positive way that's going to get people to come watch it. I mean, they control Raw, and Raw is still able to get over a million every Monday. Right? Uh, look, um, oh, first of all, let's start with the logo. Let's, you know, people are like, it's a mistake. What did Bob, <laughs> what did Bob Ross teach us? There are no mistakes. <laughs> Just happy little accident. Okay. <laughs> Look, bro, it's, it's the color of a logo. Who gives a damn? Just because there aren't skulls and it's not yellow and there aren't crosses and there's no metal music. Look, NXT needed some flavor. It needed some culture. Okay. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. So, who, you know, who, who, who really cares, bro? And look, if as long as the wrestling and storytelling is good, who, get, who cares? Yes. It doesn't matter what yes. it's like. Like I don't I, I I don't understand these people I really don't I looked on your Instagram I didn't I didn't I didn't see the arena Jesus Christ Did you put this on Twitter This is on Twitter This is on Twitter It's on Twitter It's on Twitter. Okay I'm sorry My bad Um It's on Twitter Is this the Thunderdome row <laughs> It looked like that for a quick second uh, That's not bad That's cool It's kind that's of cool. like a uh, like an amphitheater in a way Yeah Exactly. You know, it gives exactly. a nice little, nice little new feel. Yeah. Cool, you know, and, 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 and all in all, like, like you said, to add to what you said about even, you know, I mean, it's just a logo. It's just a color. As long as the product is good, who fucking cares? Who cares? As long as the product is good, as long as the product uh, elevates, because that's really what I think is kind of the problem right now. I mean, I think NXT is great, but. You know, they need to turn it up a little bit or maybe or maybe it isn't. Maybe maybe that's not the issue. And maybe more of a up tempo, you know, upbeat, you know, you know, saucy urban feel is what they need. Maybe they're scared. Maybe they're scared of the culture. That's a whole other topic. I mean, we can get into that topic. That's a problem. Probably not in this episode. No, I think they, they just the, people aren't used to change. You know, mm-hmm. they, they've had this rock underground feel for so long and they feel like their favorite band has gone mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and that's a, and you, know, you said it perfectly. I feel like that's exactly what it is. You know, going mainstream isn't necessarily a bad thing. You guys. It is not going to be. Over like NXT is still here. 
Okay, you've read the reports. Triple H and Shawn Michaels are still going to be in charge of the day-to-day. Bruce and Vince are only going to be in charge of, like, the big and final decisions. That's it, which I think they should. You know, they don't always make the right decisions. But, hey, Triple H ain't made all the right decisions either. And I think, you know, you got to be fair. You got to be fair. You got to say this. Why, why are people tripping over Bruce and Vince getting involved? They they are responsible for three of the biggest eras in wrestling. The Hogan era, the, the attitude era, the ruthless aggression era. Like, come on. You know, and the good stuff that there was good stuff that was in the new generation era. We can't we can't lie. We, can't we, they, lie we, we, we can't lie. But I mean, you know, Bruce and Vince, along with Pat, RIP to Pat, they were they mm-hmm. were they were writing some some good shit, as Vince yeah. would say. Yeah. So, you know, like, I think every, everybody's going to be fine. I think everything's going to be fine. And who knows? Maybe this, maybe NXT, maybe Vince having more eyes and more say on NXT will, will give him a little more, you know, he may, he may look at this and be like, you know what? Maybe I will do this on Raw and SmackDown. Maybe I will change it up, give it some flavor, you know? You never know. Maybe, you never know. I, I'm sure Vince has one l- good run, one last good run in him. I think he does, and I think he's gearing up for that last good run. Absolutely, man. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for what NXT is going to do. Uh, when do we think Gable Stevenson shows up? He, he <laughs> tweeted he put pen to paper. He didn't say where. He didn't say where. But, but uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and they, they, you know, they signed his brother to the PC. They did. And if they get the Stevenson brothers, well, I don't know. Now could now could sign in his brother have been a damn we didn't get we didn't get gay. <laughs> we didn't get damn it, you didn't get the right one. <laughs> they don't all look alike. They all- <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. Shout out speaking of that class, who else was in that class? Uso's <clears throat> brother, uh, yeah. Joseph Fatu. Yeah, man. Come on, bro. I've I've seen homie at a at at uh AP Dub, yeah, it's it's about to go down for the bloodline. You feel me? <laughs> now, see, okay, so <clears throat> let me ask you because I, I'm not I'm not really too familiar with him. Is he is he is he is he is he ready ready like that to be inserted? I'll <clears throat> let him learn the WWE way. Okay, like we'll see a year from now. Let, let's talk. Okay, remember right. this post. This podcast. What's today? September fourth, right? Yeah, that's right. September fourth, twenty twenty one. Remember this. Yes, at seven oh one p.m. Pacific <laughs> Standard Time. <laughs> All right. Well, let's 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 talk about SmackDown. Let's talk about SmackDown real quick. Run down the run down the card. Um, Becky Lynch refuses to face Bianca Belair after being challenged. By Bianca, do you think this heel turn is working out? Now, I heard the crowd cheer for Becky. I heard the crowd boo a little bit for Bianca, but then I heard them cheering for Bianca. I don't. I, I'm. I, I don't understand when they're going to actually pull the trigger. I see what you mean. Like they're kind of setting it up. <clears throat> Becky's kind of. You know, she's not giving us that entire heel side yet but it feels like they're gearing up for it it does it really does you know like i said uh they're they're just they're 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 dipping they're they're starting to dip their toes in the water 
Mm-hmm. We're, we, we've got two toes. Eventually, we're going to get uh, a whole foot. I don't know when we're going to get a whole foot, but uh, we're going to get a whole foot. Maybe we'll get a whole foot um, when they... when they uh, at, at Extreme Rules? <clears throat> Maybe. Extreme Rules? Maybe. Okay. I'm thinking <clears throat> they'll, they'll, they'll do the contract signing in Madison Square Garden next week. And then at Extreme Rules, maybe, now I don't know what kind of match that they plan on having, probably just a normal one because they didn't, I mean, they're already having a contract signing, so I would, I would think that it would just be a normal match. Maybe Becky cheats to win or she gets in. I know people aren't going to like this, but maybe she gets intentionally disqualified and that's how they kind of get fans to be like, what the fuck? You know, I don't know. I feel like fan fans are. I feel like fans are afraid to afraid to change it up. You know, like they want to like Becky so much, but it's like y'all can't respect that Becky just want to elevate Bianca, and she just want to she she don't want to be the baby face right now. She don't want to be the face, if you will. Like sometimes you got to do it this way in order to elevate another star. You know, like you can't have two baby. What they just gonna wait and uh, I don't know, Philip. Man, it's just it's annoying. It's annoying. We're we're gonna see if Becky can truly be a heel. She did like a little quasi heel thing in NXT. Yeah, you know, but like this, I mean, she wasn't obviously she wasn't the level uh, back then that she is now. So, yeah. I mean, let's uh, let's 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 really see if Becky can be that true dastardly heel. Just a like you. You, 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 you son of a, you know what? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And if she can pull it off, then the four horsewomen, that's a goaded faction. <clears throat> that's not even a real faction. You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. We all know Charlotte, Charlotte, absolutely great heel. Sasha, great heel on the, in NXT and on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Bailey really just transitioned into something completely different yep. that really worked for her. Uh-huh. Because people were wondering, how are you ever going to get away from the side pony, Bailey? She found a way and she and she knocked it out of the park. So let's I I think the hair color needs to change for Becky. Oh. Be like, I'm not I, I'm I'm not uh the last kicker. I think the hair color and maybe the music, like Bailey. <clears throat> Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, when you hear that music, it's you can't help but cheer. No one's gonna boo that music. Whoa. No one's gonna boo that. Nobody, nobody will boo it. You got to change it up. Give her some metal stuff. Yeah, give her some nice metal, some guitar riffs, and you know, let her do her uh, Hollywood hoe. Whoa, never mind. <laughs> let's not do that, brother. <laughs> um, let's talk about some more stuff that happened on SmackDown. Street Profits uh, went toe to toe with the Usos. They ended up winning the. Match by disqualification. What did they call this? A championship contenders match. Um, I'm glad that they did this match. It was good, but again, it kind of takes away from what we're obviously going to be seeing these two for the SmackDown tag titles. Unless we see it in like a tables match or something at Extreme Rules, that'll be dope. Possibly. I mean that <clears throat> that might that might shake things up. It might change it up. <clears throat> yeah, tables match or even a ladder match. I think a ladder match would be dope too. And the Usos in a ladder match is always fire. Like always. the one they had with uh, Kalisto and uh, Sankara, that was dope <laughs> back in the day. Man, people sleep on that. They they don't know about that. They don't know about that. Uh, Rick Boogs defeated 
Dolph Ziggler, Rick Boogs is racking up the wins. Boogs racking up all the wins. Uh, I asked this on Twitter. Do you think, or not do you think, but when do you think uh, Vince McMahon will get happy and say, hey, let's let's turn Rick Boogs heel and 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 have him beat up on Shinsuke because maybe he doesn't want to be in Shinsuke's shadow anymore and he's the one winning all the matches and he's the one that's making sure that Shinsuke keeps that IC title and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you get, there's so much you can add to that, but um, when and if, if and when, why? Um, I don't know. Boogs is too goofy. Can he be a heel? I don't know. I feel like that's the perfect heel is someone who is already naturally goofy and, you know, just like jittery. I feel like you turn him heel. He's like the he's the good part of Dolph Ziggler to me in a way. He's what Dolph Ziggler wants to be in terms of like popularity and style and just, you know, shredding the guitar and rock and roll. You, you know what I mean? <clears throat> no, yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, it's just it's one of the it's one of those things where you have to understand that you can't always be a goofy heel or else you're going to end up like Kenny Omega. Ooh. <laughs> you know, no, like you, you can't be too, too cute and too goofy or else it's going to be like, what are they doing here? You know? Right. Yeah. You know what Dolph I mean? Dolph Ziggler heel didn't work for a lot of people, in my opinion, because, um, I don't know. He was still, he was still goofy. Like he still came out and like sh- shook his ass and, I don't know, maybe aligned himself with the wrong people at, you know, at certain times when he shouldn't. Are, you talking, are we talking about like 2013, 2012 Money in the Bank, Dolph Ziggler? Nah, I'm talking, um, when was he with Vicky? Yeah, was that after? yeah. That was no, before, that, that was no, then, that, right? Yeah. Oh no, that was, <clears throat> no, that, was that was like 2010, 2011 because yes. he cut his hair and died. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm talking about that one. I mean, but <clears throat> so people didn't like it, but he was consistently having probably the best matches on the show. That's true, and that, I mean that's that's a that's a I think a nod to and, to to if, Dolph, right? And like if, if you didn't like it, that's because he's a heel and you're not supposed to. <laughs> like, lot, and, like, and honestly, a lot of people don't understand that, right? Because they focus so much on the what they think it's supposed to be like and supposed to feel like. But if you hate someone, like, okay, like, that's a whole other conversation on its own, too. The heel heat and go away heat. <laughs> I mean, Eva Marie, she has heel heat, not go away heat. I, 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 I agree with you. You know? A heel like, should make you want them to go away, though. That, like, you, you know what I mean? It Pretty should, much. It should make you want to not see them, not cheer for them, not nothing. Like, I don't want to see or cheer for Kenny Omega. So it's working. I mean, I've <laughs> I, I've never wanted to look at him since I laid eyes on him, but that's uh, besides the point. This whole um, this this whole segment just completely took a turn. But listen, but, but while it's on my head, I, I want to ask you, or, or I guess I want to elaborate on what you said about Kenny. Like, that's one of Kenny's issues, right? We were talking about Dolph Ziggler and then being a heel and being goofy and how it doesn't really work. Like, right now in AEW for Kenny, being a heel for Kenny, it ain't working because he's goofy. He's not serious. He's not, like, he's just goofy. And, like, since when does he need someone to talk for him? Since when does he need, like, 20 people to come out with him 
to to go after one guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, with Roman, the way the reason why the Usos attacked Finn because you know Roman Roman knows Finn is a threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, you know that's that's actually a that's actually a sign of respect. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It you is. Hmm. And hey, I mean to be honest, maybe. Roman probably wanted to just get it. He probably didn't feel like working. <laughs> he was probably like, look, bro, I'm a little tired, you know. Or shit, maybe this was, hey, maybe Roman was mad at the Usos for, you know what I'm saying? Letting letting, letting the Street Profits get that DQ victory, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe maybe the Usos took too long to put him away, and this was like, hey, go out there and do what you got to do. Or maybe he didn't even put them up to it. Maybe the Usos are just so... Maybe they just doing the do. They doing they they doing their job. They making sure that they uh you know keep the gold around the waist of the tribal chief. Hey, you know what? So uh, this just popped into my head. They might try to attack Brock, and when Brock just tosses their asses, mm-hmm. Roman needs to have a look on his face like like he shook, like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh oh man. Like this shit, great. this shit ain't working out like I thought it would. Like plan B. <laughs> Plan B. Paul, Paul, Plan B, Paul. Plan B, Plan B. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Seth Rollins and Cesaro had another match. They did. Or or I guess we can call him uh, Seth Edge. Seth Edge. As he did a lot of uh, Edge moves in this match. Pretty much. He did the Edge-O-Matic, the Edge-O-Cution. Did he spear him? I, I don't think he speared him. Okay. I don't think he, he, didn't, he, he didn't. He didn't do the move. He didn't do the move. Okay. Um, um, Edge did, showed up. Yeah, and it, uh, Seth also did the, the 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 chair spot. He broke oh, the piece of the chair off and and used oh, it on the, Cesaro. Uh, the Glasgow <laughs> grin. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> I wanted him to call it the Glasgow kiss, but I'm like, oh wait, uh, that's that's a uh, McIntyre's headbutt. Mm. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good move, and that's a good name for that move as well. Um, right on the forehead. <laughs> what did you think of this? And and obviously Edge coming out, saving Cesaro from, you know, really Probably. just you getting his to, ass kicked even more than he already did. Sidebar to make that move look even more menacing, people need to start bleeding from the mouth. That's true. But then, like I, when, uh, wait, now go ahead. Now I was gonna say, but then I feel like. Once, once they do that, you know, people will get upset because, you know, WWE will do it once and then they'll do it again. And they'll be like, oh, my God, everyone has to bleed. How's no. everyone bleeding? No, I mean, because like when Undertaker started doing the triangle choke, like dudes were like Big Daddy V and Mark Henry. I remember them bleeding from the mouth. And I was like, oh, that's real. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Just like, you know, just pop a blood packet or something, you know, some some food dye. Mm-hmm. We just we just need the visual. That's you know? it. That would be a great finish for uh, what is that? Uh, what is that? Extreme Rules or no? No, they're having their match. They're having their week. match in, in the Garden, baby. Oh, okay, Madison Square. Madison they Square better, Garden. They better, they better put on a Broadway, a Mad Classic. I appreciate Edge. Uh, when he when he got interviewed after you know, I guess it came back from commercial break. He had to interview backstage. I appreciate him explaining why he would give Seth Rollins this match 
or why he would challenge Seth Rollins to a match, noting that, you know, if he doesn't, if he doesn't put Seth away, if he doesn't, then he's just going to keep doing this and people are going to keep getting hurt, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what do you think about this so soon? I mean, obviously, they got to stack this garden card, but what do you think? Running it back. Edge, Rollins, two. Um, okay. I thought it wasn't going to happen for quite some time. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think it would happen so soon. But I, I, I so like either. it. You know, we got we to gotta, we gotta make the garden feel big and special. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brock's coming, you know. Uh, John, he's advertised. Don't know if he'll be on TV. Uh, I, I like it. I, I like Edge and uh, Seth doing it again. Now they gotta they gotta switch it up. Because the first match was really good, but they gotta you know they gotta do a new chain of moves or something. Yeah, yeah. They definitely gotta switch it up. Um, real quick, I guess we can talk about the rest of the show. Uh, Logan Paul was back on WWE TV uh, alongside Happy Corbin on an episode of the KO Show. Uh, people were mad because <laughs> KO is doing the KO show and he's not doing anything else. Look, man, y'all stop that, okay? The man's working. He's still getting paid. The man's paid. on TV. He's on TV. He's working. He's doing commentary. Come on, guys. <clears throat> Give it a break. But Logan Paul looks like he's getting real comfortable in the WWE ring with the WWE microphone in his hand. Okay, look. I'm a- <laughs> he, he better not have a match. He... Oh, <laughs> he's not bad bunny he's definitely not bad bunny hell he's not Lawrence Taylor from Wrestlemania 11 no okay. and that's saying that's saying yeah he's that's not saying Snooki no he's not Jim Carrey in the rumble no no, no Drew Carey I'm sorry would he's you not Drew Carey would you would you would you would you maybe have him do like a like a boxing fight possibly Against someone like maybe have someone say, oh, I can box you or you think you're a boxer. I, I can win a boxing match against you. But who would that? Who, but who who would he do that to? Mm. That's the thing. Like if he did it to Corbin, OK, I could see Corbin having a chance because he's a legit Golden Gloves boxer. Right. Right. But he would if, he would have to do that against somebody with a boxing background. That's true. So. JBL. <laughs> Wade Barrett, boom. Wade Bucket. Barrett, there it is. Um, Bare knuckle brawl. <laughs> yeah, but no, I like I liked Logan Paul's uh, promo, his energy, uh, how comfortable he looked. It was entertaining to me, and obviously, just you know, guys like me is why he keeps coming back, showing up on WWE TV. You know, guys <laughs> like me, you know, that just loves. The- he has sports entertainment written all over him. Really? That's what I said on Twitter. I said, uh, Logan Paul has figured out he is, he has unlocked the sports entertainment achievement. Uh, Did they come for you? Nope. Nobody (laughs) came for you. Nope. (laughs) It was, it was crickets, but it was good. It was good. I felt good. (laughs) Not, not even a like. Maybe a few, maybe a few. Yeah. Maybe a few. Um, (laughs) Sami Zayn defeated Dominic Mysterio again. Again, uh, His dad. Look, man, I don't know if it's his dad or if it's just Dominic being so inexperienced to the point where he can't just act like his dad's not there and just finish the match. Right. 
Well, tech, I'm, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. But um, I, yeah, it's just it's just an experience. That's what they can play it off of. But then that happens to other people. Like, it happens on the regular. It literally, it literally happens on Raw every week. Can we have a match where you do not get distracted at all and you just win? <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know, man. Do you think that they're heading towards the the split of the Mysterios? I guess, but like I said, bro, what's Dominic really going to do? He's going to be chasing the twenty four seven championship. Ouch. Like he need, he needs he needs his dad. Like I got just I. I, I don't I don't want to I, I don't want to be negative. I like Dominic. I yeah. think the kid the kid has potential. He's good at some points, but he needs he needs uh, Ray Ray. He needs Ray Mysterio Jr. He does need Ray Ray, little Ray Ray. Um, Universal Champion Roman Reigns defeated Finn Balor with the assistance of the Usos, like we talked about just a minute ago. And then after the match, Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman are headed up the ramp. Or, or up the walkway, and uh, we get a little tease. The lights go out, and they flicker red, and it goes bump, bump. And no one really noticed except Roman. And, I mean, the fans did, but, I mean, the only the, the camera was on Roman and the ref and Heyman, and, like, the only person that really reacted was was Roman. As he should. As, as he should. I mean, um, <clears throat> some people had an issue with it. I, I didn't. I thought it was perfect because, I mean, if any, if any, if anyone who, I mean, if he's he's the champion, so I'm sure he knows who the Demon King is. Okay, the Demon Finn Balor. I'm sure he's he knows who that is, right? Yeah, and, uh, no, he, he's aware. He's definitely aware, and I feel like, look, he's coming. He's got to be coming. Okay. He's coming soon. I don't know if he's coming for Roman. We when was the last time we saw him? R- WrestleMania 35 WrestleMania, in New York. Yeah. Yeah. That was the last time. Yeah. I mean, just the the You know what? It honestly would have made sense to I mean, I like what they did. I'm fine with how they did it, but I, I wouldn't have been mad if they had Demon come back and, and fight Roman for the Universal title uh, instead of regular Finn because, because but he would have had to win. You th- really? Did he? Ha- would he have had to win? The Demon doesn't lose. That's true. Wait, wait, hold on. Does he? I think the Demon lost to J- Samoa Joe in NXT. He did. So he could lose to another Samoan named Joe. <laughs> See what I did there? I'm here all night. I'm here all night, or for the duration of this recording. Um, but but then you can play it in Paul, uh, Roman's favor. I beat John Cena. I beat Edge. I got Daniel. I sent Daniel Bryan to the other show. I beat mm-hmm. the Demon. You mm-hmm. know, like he could he, he could do stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I, don't I don't know. It was interesting though the way that they put it together, the way that um, you know, the music, the lights, all that. I thought that was a nice touch to end the show. SmackDown overall was a really good show to me. Um, I don't know. I, again, I don't really trip off of ratings or anything like that. I don't know if it got a high rating or not, but I'm sure we'll see if it hasn't. If it's not out already, I'm sure we'll figure it out in the next few days. Um, but before we wrap this episode up, we we literally been all over the place. I wanted to make this like a 
All right, we're going to talk about this and this and this. But <laughs> it ended we up have, it ended up being this, 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 this. <laughs> we, have, uh, we have yet to talk about Ric Flair's work rate from 1993. <laughs> <laughs> we're not real wrestling fans, okay? If you ain't talking about the work rate. It was like Gotch Hackenschmidt of 1929. It was brilliant. <laughs> oh my god, that's how I that's how I feel like wrestling fans sound. Oh my god, on other podcasts. That is true. I wish I cared to listen to those podcasts. Me too. <laughs> listen to Within the Ropes and, and the Click, of course. That's right. Shout out to Baby Huey and the Click. Shout out to uh, Baby Hubert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> AEW this week didn't really do nothing for me. I, you know, I, I'm, it didn't do nothing for me even to the point where I'm not even going to go down the card. I'm just going <laughs> to kind of talk about some things that happened and that kind of annoyed me. Um, let's see what happened on dynamite. What the hell happened on dynamite, man? CM Punk came out. Oh, he got into a scuffle with, uh, an ambush, if you will, by Daniel Garcia and 2.0. Uh, that's a, Yo, what's up, man? What's up? Daniel, Daniel and uh, 2.0 getting these big moments with Punk and Sting and, you know, Darby. What's going Daniel, on, man? Daniel Garcia's the truth, bro. Yeah, man. Getting these big moments. He's about to battle Minoru Suzuki at West Coast Pro next month. Come on, man. Come on, bro. He over there doing it big on New Japan Strong, too. Like, he working. He is. Camp Red Death is real, brother. I like it. I like it. Um, but yeah, we got to see CM Punk deliver a GTS on uh this week on Dynamite. So that was cool. We got finally got to see FTR battle uh Santana and Ortiz. That was an okay match. You know, one thing that bothers me, Phil, and you can tell me your opinion about AEW in general. And I again I don't want to make this a well, fuck it. We can make it an AEW bash fest if we need to. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like people think every single match that AEW puts on is a classic or the greatest thing that, that they've ever seen. Like, I've seen a lot of people talking about uh, FTR and Santana and Ortiz. And while that match, it was a good tag team match. But to call it one of the greatest, I think that's overdoing it, man. And that's what makes AEW so unenjoyable for me, at least when I'm when I'm watching and when I'm live tweeting or looking at Twitter at the same time, which I don't know. I think I should fucking stop some stop doing that sometimes because it really takes the enjoyment out of it for me. Like I'll, I'll enjoy a match and then I look on the Internet and everyone's like, oh, my God, that is the greatest. You know, I mean, and there's and then there's who 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 who's out here saying this? Who was out here saying this? Bro. I've seen some stuff on AEW where I'm like, oh, I, oh what are we doing there? Yeah. Yeah. I like, mean, homie, like Alex Marvis commentary, boom, get, go. Well, I'm glad he's gone from there. I might just start about, I might just start, just start, you know, rallying him off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the woman's division, come on. I mean, that's probably the biggest thing. They they need, they, they need, they need more people. Mm-hmm. Ty Conti, you know, she's starting to climb the ladder. Okay, cool. But, we need, we need some others, you know. It can't just be Britain and Thunder Rosa all the damn time. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like we and then, you know, just like there's no really consistency with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, and nothing really means anything. Like Cody jumped from program to program to program to program. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
that's usually what it is too. Like, I mean, look, look at even, I think even status within that company is kind of, doesn't really mean anything either. I mean, you could be, you could be challenging for the world championship and then next week you're in a trios match or on dark elevation on On the third show, the fourth show now. Jesus Christ. Oh, you're on freaking dark elevation. It's real. And while, and while, Tony Khan likes to likes to speak on that in regards to like dark and dark elevation. Like he doesn't see them as like or even the buy in. Right. He doesn't see that as like a pre show or a kickoff or anything like that, like as a bad thing. He doesn't see the buy in being a bad thing. Like if you're on the buy in, then that's good. That's just as good as being on the main card. According or and I'm paraphrasing. I don't know if that's exactly what he said, but um, he definitely said something so, along those so, lines. So, so, so. People. Watching you for basically free on the internet isn't as it's just the same as people paying fifty dollars. Thousands of people paying fifty dollars <laughs> to watch the you wrestle on the pay per view. Mm-hmm. That's that's what he said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And 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 it's like that, that's basically like telling an indie guy, "Hey, man, being left off the card, it's just as good as being on the card." <laughs> like, like what? That's stupid. <laughs> I mean, and see, here's the thing, like, while dark and elevation are good, I just are feel they? like, mm, I mean, I don't, I don't watch them. So no, a lot of the matches are really, really quick and there's a lot of botches and stuff. But I, I think it's good for uh, to I mean, it's their performance center, right? Like, it's good for people to learn, I guess. But I see people with crazy records like Tay Con- t- uh, t- uh, Con- Conti. She's got she's like 24 and three or something uh, this year on and she should have already challenged for the woman's title. Right. In AEW, she's like, I don't know exactly, but she's something like 24 and three or something like that. And my whole thing is like, okay, but she's still not that great. Like I watched her. Who does she fight? Didn't she just fight on on Rampage? I think she just fought on Rampage. Let me see. Uh, hold on. Yeah, she just no. Did she? I thought she just fought. Wait, maybe it was dynamite. Hold on. Give me a second. Yeah, she just fought uh Penelope Ford <clears throat> on dynamite, and the match was kind of weird. Like it just didn't work for me. It was the greatest thing ever. What do you mean? <sighs> That was the greatest woman's wrestling match of all time. <laughs> it was better than Mildred Burke back in the 50s. I feel like if you're if you're racking up that many wins on Dynamite, what, what I was saying, I was saying it to say this. If you're racking up that many wins on dark and, and dark elevation and all that, and then you just get thrown into the title picture, I feel like you got to get some of those, if not half of those wins on some of your main shows too. Like, that's like, <clears throat> I don't know. That's like, that's like someone getting. Yeah, but bro, it's basically, let's say WWE had win records. Yeah. Okay. You, you won 20 matches on main event. Okay. Thank you. All right. I guess. Thank so, you. So, and so now you're, you're going to challenge for the WWE championship. Thank like you. That, that's like, uh, who, who can I use? Who can I use? I'm trying to think of somebody. From WWE? Yeah, I'm trying to think of the WWE roster right now. Just trying to... Ricochet? Oh, 
Okay, this is like uh, that that Aaliyah girl. Okay, let's say she wins twenty matches on main event, and then she's and then she's challenging Charlotte for the world title. Come yeah, on. yeah. Is that really? Yeah. But see, people aren't even thinking about that, and people will ma- people will even argue and go, "Well, main event is not like dark and elevation. It's not. <laughs> it's really not. People okay, think it's like superstars that doesn't exist anymore. Okay, pe- sure. People will say, like, <laughs> "Are you stupid? Like, are you really? Like, are you are you dumb? Like, who raised you? I really look at these wrestling fans and I'm like, who raised you to be this stupid?" Jesus, like use your brain, common sense, common sense. sense to everything, bro. Yes, yes. What, you think it's you think it's NXT? <laughs> you think it's NXT? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, like what? Like what's wrong with you? Not to bro. mention, not to mention that main event doesn't even come on YouTube or or <laughs> like national tele. Like it comes on Hulu. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like on Hulu and Peacock, bro. Right. So it's like, come on, man. Like, you know, that's a Hulu's a bigger platform, if you ask me. I mean, and and, here, and and here's the deal. I I look at main event and dark and elevation being the same. Some people will say it's not because of, you know dark and elevation is on YouTube and it's the way that it's treated. Tony Khan actually wins and losses matter and you know stories stories they matter? stories progress wins and, lo- <laughs> stories, wins and losses matter stories progress Are you serious <laughs> let's look at the ranking system it has everybody who's been at least actually no 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 I'm not, I'm not even going to say that but let's look at the ranking system MJF was the number one contender at one point in time right mm-hmm. he lost his opportunity at the title boom the number two should get bumped up to number one and, and three to two and vice versa. Why haven't we seen those people have opportunities at the world championship if wins and losses truly do matter there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, bro, I was pulled in, like, during StarCast weekend in Vegas, double or nothing, 2019, I was pulled into a focus group for, I believe it was TNT. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were like, oh, yeah, wins wins and losses are going to matter there. You know, they're going to do things. They're going to play by the book. They're going to have a ranking system. It's going to be great. Here we are two years later. And there, there are flaws in all these things. Yes. You know, I love AEW to death, bro. They reinvigorated my love for the business, but I got to keep it real. Mm-hmm. You know? Please do. I'm like J-Lo and Jaru because I'm real. Way you know what I mean? you walk away. I'm real. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. But um, yeah, man, like, I'm just like, come on, bro. Like, who are you, like, who are you kidding? Yeah. They, you know? And they and they say we we're not going to insult you, you know. Yes. We're not going to insult our audience. Like, and you can't criticize Vince for doing it if you're doing the same thing. That's true. Even if it's just a little bit. And and wrestling fans, listen to us. Like, li- listen to what the man said. He said he loves AEW. Like he he ain't got no beefs, no nothing. Like he listen. Okay, I like AEW too, but you got to call it what it is sometimes and. It ain't perfect. There's a lot of AEW stands and fans that think that it's just the greatest company, the greatest things. They have no flaws. They have no nothing. And yeah, while and I was actually wondering like early on, and this completely turned into like a whole AEW discussion, but who cares? We got time. Okay. We coming in hot. This episode four, baby. All right. Um, And I got Philip on here. So yeah, you better believe it. We going there. Um, when people were talking about before and how, oh, we can't, they're a new company, so we can't really criticize them. 
We can't. Oh, I'm looking at I'm looking at the rankings. Uh huh. I'm looking at the rankings. Uh oh. Okay. So by by the looks of I'm I'm looking at this. Okay. So <laughs> it I'm looking at it. So Christian is number one. Then it's Orange Cassidy. Then it's Darby. Then it's Will Hobbs. Uh huh. All right. We now we've seen we've seen uh what you call it. We've seen Orange Cassidy and the opera, he hit the triple threat at double or nothing. Yep. Okay. Cool. So Chris, we don't think Christian's winning. Mm-mm. So okay. Orange Cassidy better be the next person to get a shot. If that's the case, right? You know, like, 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 what are we doing? And I'm look, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the women's rankings. Okay, so once Statlander loses, Thunder Rosa better be next up because she's 26 and two. Sheesh! Like, come on, bro! Like, what are we doing? You know? And then after uh, I've, you know, after the Bucks retained, we, Jurassic Express better get another opportunity and a rightful one. Actually, no, not even them, bro. The Varsity Blondes gets their record. Uh, 20, 20, 20, 25, like 20 and five. Yeah. It, you got the five part, right? They're 18 and five. Okay. 18. They're and five. actually the number one. <clears throat> I mean, cause they lost. They were the original. They were the, well, no, the acclaimed were the original number one contenders, weren't they? Can talk about that one. But yeah, like I'm saying, bro, like I'm just I'm looking at these rankings and I better see Will Hobbs and Brian Cage getting opportunities at at either one of these titles coming up pretty soon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. I mean, unle- just, unless I mean, unless and see, here's the thing, like I, I like I was saying, I, when, we, when we talk about before how it was like, all right. Well, we don't have nothing to criticize them. Let them make mistakes, and then we'll 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 let you know. Like we'll 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 criticize once they're able to or be around long enough to make mistakes. Well, I feel like they've been around long enough and they've made a ton of mistakes. But people just you know keep on saying, oh well, it's okay, or oh well, it's their first time, or oh they, there's excuse after excuse after excuse. Um, I mean, one of the obvious. I mean, we ain't got to go deep into it. You know what I'm saying? But we all oh, know. The, oh, we, all, we all know who who, rack, who racking up them wins on Dark and Dark Elevation. We all know who be on them shows racking up them W's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's called you know, Dark for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. We need Alfred. Get Alfred on. He'd send him the link, bro. I gotta send him the link, hey, bro. He's getting the link. <laughs> like, come on, like, dude, like, what are we, like, what are we doing? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, look, this went, this went over the cliff. Um, it did. Oh, I mean, like, I'm, I'm gonna keep going. Sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, go, please. You, you can't give them a pass because they're not WWE, and because Vince isn't booking the stuff, mm-hmm. and because Tony Khan is. Hired some of your favorite indie stars yep. and has promised equal opportunity and equal wages for everybody and stuff like that. Yep. You can't give them passes because of that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? Yep. And people are giving them a pass just because it's not WWE. Like, like what, what are you talking? Yep. People are giving like, them a pass really just off the fact that they're just not WWE. Just because the letters are different? <clears throat> like, like, come on. It's stupid. Yep. Um, you know? I mean, even like, I mean, even just with like now, like there's no, like they say there's no rematches, right? But we've seen different versions of Darby Allen 
versus Daniel Daniel Garcia or Matt Matt Lee and Jeff Parker versus Darby or Sting and Darby versus Matt Lee and Jeff Parker. Like we've seen them be in this situation feud many different ways over the last few weeks, and nobody said one thing about it. That happened on WWE. They, they they're the first uh, they're the first to criticize. Mm-hmm. First, they are for the first to criticize and first to talk about. Oh, like they're first to, to even predict it. Like, oh, okay, well, oh, that if since we saw Darby and, and Daniel Garcia, that means next week we'll see Sting and Daniel Garcia. You know what I mean? They're they're so quick to do that in WWE, and I feel like AEW doesn't get the same. Um, but hey. It, you know, it must be still early. <laughs> Look, we're not we're not crapping on AEW no. here. I mean, we're just we're just spitting facts. I mean, like every wrestling company has problems. Like we can we can talk about the problems in the other companies, but we don't have time for that. <laughs> listen, yeah. listen. One more thing I want to talk about <clears throat> uh, uh, from AEW: uh, Malachi Black, uh, Big Shoddy, uh, Cody Lee Johnson. <laughs> Okay, um, I mean Lee Johnson was out there in the entire Cody getup. He had the tights, he had the weight belt, he had the 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 hand tape, the taped hands. Uh, he had the passion. He looked like the Black Cody out there. And one thing that, but but see that didn't bother me. Was, all right, whatever. Was the hair blonde? The hair was, was not hair blonde. blonde. The hair okay. was not blonde. <laughs> but I would have popped. <laughs> Malachi Black took, I don't know how, I don't know exactly how long this match was, but it was longer than it should have been. Um, Malachi Black, I believe, ran away from Lee Johnson the week prior um, when he ran in the ring to go help out. uh, What's his name? Blake? Is it Blake Anderson? It's Brock, but I'm going to call him Brody. Fuck, I keep wanting to call him Blake, dude. You picked the worst name to name your son. I'm sorry, Aaron. Like, come on. He, you want to, he, he, he should have just... He, give him a gimmick name. He could have kept Anderson just changed it to Brody. Because when you hear Brock, you are, you're only thinking of one dude. That, that's, and that's probably why I can't remember And that's it. Brock from Pokemon. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I, no. <clears throat> but yeah, Malachi should just be kicking. Like, as soon as the bell rings, boom. Kick, yeah. Done. And I mean, if you want to let Lee Johnson get his shit off a little bit, then okay. But it shouldn't be to the point where they're fighting on the outside, and now Malachi is rolling him back in. And it, it was like, a, it was an actual match, and it was like a couple, a couple arm drags and maybe a drop kick. Okay, sends yeah. him to the outside. He comes in, boom, kicks him right in the face. Done. Yep. He's like, look. If he, if like, if somebody like in a UFC fight, as soon as the bell rings, get they kick dude in the face and they're knocked out, that's believable, right? Mm-hmm. It could be the same in pro wrestling. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as people get kicked in the face like that, boom! All right, we're done. Yeah. Like you saw how long Brock Anderson was down. Yes. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, dude. Yes. Um, and it looks like next week, uh, I believe on Dynamite, we're gonna get um, Dustin Dustin Rhodes. Against Malachi Black. And this is a match, in my opinion, that's a little more believable in terms of having an actual match because you got someone like Dustin who's seasoned. Did you ever think you would see Goldust versus uh, Alistair Black? <laughs> Tell me. Where's Marlena? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Roll the tape. <laughs> Man. 
Should I say it like Keith Sweat? Come on! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, so... But this is different. I like it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Uh, fucking, we've been all over the place. Um, but this is fun. This is what potting is all about. Take notes. Take notes. Okay? Because this is what it's all about. Um, I ain't got nothing else to talk about. This was really... Okay, I'm going to be honest. Y'all, this was really we we me and Phil really did this so I can get my feet wet. I ain't potted in a you know a long time, probably you know almost a week now. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it ain't been a week. My wife will chime in and say that it's only been like four days, but it feels like a week. It feels like a week. Hey, I did the when raw you, review. When you, when you miss a couple of recordings, it feels like a long time. Yeah, I'm usually doing it every day, so it's like when when it's not a scheduled. Uh, like vacay, like all right, I'm gonna take some time away. When it's not scheduled like that, it's like oh, I'm I'm like off. Like I don't know where to begin. I don't know where to start. You know what I mean? So, uh, I just wanted to give all you lovely wrestling fans out there that listen and support within the ropes, uh, just an update on what's going on from my perspective, from Phil's perspective. Uh, Absolutely, man. <clears throat> you gotta. You gotta, gotta, you gotta, you just gotta run with it. Sometimes you gotta hit the Broadway. You gotta make it last. Make it, make last. it last forever and ever and ever. Come on, bro. What y'all know about this? Come on. I'm, gonna, I'm coming with all the hits. Should I, should I hit him with another hit? Let's hear another one. Nothing is promised. No, 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 no. They're not, re- they're not ready for the jagged edge. No. J E. Man, come on. They're not ready for the jacket. Should I hit him with the Drew Hill? Oh, uh, hit him one time. Body sleeping in my bed. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on, man. All right, look. <clears throat> let's get out of here. How long have we been? Let's see. We've been, Damn, we've an been hour. Running. Almost, almost, almost an hour and 15. So, listen. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all so much. Okay. I will be back regularly scheduled programming. Make sure y'all check out the bullcat. We're gonna be we're gonna be back uh uh uh, uh eight, tomorrow, t- night. tomorrow night. AEW all, all out. All out recap. Check out the Jordan Blade interview. Check out the Robert Martyr interview. I just interviewed the poisoned youth. Woo! Okay. Homie's homie trained by Daniel Garcia, taking over the indie scene. He's gonna be a very big star. Come on, Stay man. tuned. Diamonds are forever. So is the microphone messiah. Hey. Remember, in your podcast life, in your personal life, may it last forever and ever and ever. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey, and that's it. That's all we got. Make sure y'all following within the ropes on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, follow me at Brian Trinig on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you visit within the ropes podcast.com. Everything is there from the YouTube, from all the, uh, uh, you know, all the different platforms and, and ways you can listen to the show, uh, social medias and such things. And, and, and like Philip said, listen, Bullocast, AW All Out recap tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. And then I'm going to be back regularly scheduled program next week. Okay. We're going to talk about the Queen City next month. I'm, listen, it's gonna, I might just name it Queen City Week, okay? Queen City. All right, no doubt. Listen, I appreciate y'all wrestling fans. <sighs> Have a good night.